All right, back here on Cody and Gold. Just Cody had a weird this. look on his face. I was like, as soon as the music. This doesn't feel like the normal bump music. I like place. it. No, this is good stuff. You want something? You want something? No, I like variety. You want something depressing on a Monday because the Chiefs lost? Is that what you want? No. All right. No. I, the choice is strong, Nick. The, the choice is strong. Trying yeah. to cheer people up. Not really looking for feedback, but thank you. Consistently does not want us to be allowed. Yeah, no to talk feedback. It derails the show. You know what I mean? Like, let's just get to it. What do you have to? T- what do you have to say? Give us your sports takes. You've been gone for a week and a half, Cody. I've been giving my sports takes. We'll get to the audio fun bag from the weekend, and there was plenty of it, thanks to again uh, Deion Sanders being hired as the next head coach at Colorado, Cody's other school, other than UMKC, that he he roots for. So now it's I true. expect Cody to have a a Coach Prime hat or T-shirt coming his way very very soon. But let's talk more about this Chiefs defense in particular because they, they can't sack Joe Burrow. Like it is. There's a force field around him, and they're not. They can get near. They can touch. They can kind of touch. And, and pump, he's like, "Oh, you know, we were close." The, yeah, uh, they were closer. As crazy as it sounds, in the AFC title game, and we know that was a huge topic. Other than Mahomes' performance coming out of the AFC title game, was that man Chris Jones just sack him one time. You got your you got your paw on him. Just sack him one time. They were closer last year than they were yesterday, and this defense overall is better this year. But yesterday, they were worse in that performance than they were in the AFC title game. Now, we know in the regular season performance a year ago, Jamar Chase had 266 yards. So, okay. But yesterday, they were in worse shape in terms of actually having a legitimate chance to sack Joe Burrow than they were in the AFC title game. And that's what's so frustrating. This was less pressure than that game, for sure. I know Andy said they got good pressure. Did it feel that way to you? I mean, there were I a handful they, of times, they and they did, got kind of close. They got pressure. They didn't get any hands on him, though. Yeah, no hands on him. They got pressure, and then he just ran right up the middle. They were susceptible up the middle. Because and, the linebackers had a terrible game. Correct. All the way the around. The defense yeah. just played yeah. bad. And, I, and it's, 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 it's enhanced because when you're not getting any bit of true threat of sacking the quarterback, then this very young secondary, to a certain extent, when you're going up against that kind of talent can get exposed. I don't think they were awful in the secondary yesterday as much as it was, hey, we know that the two have to work together, especially in this defense. If they don't get pressure, you're asking a lot from this secondary. They're not that level of secondary. Not to yet. Where, not They're yet. too young. Yeah, and, and Trent McDuffie against Jamar Chase, only three targets against him, one catch for eight yards. So whenever they had him on Chase, he did a nice job. We know there are more, more guys on that offense than just Jamar Chase, though. You got to worry about Higgins. You got to worry about Boyd. The Chiefs did not have a consistent answer for how they were going to put Cincinnati behind the chains and make it more difficult on them. They didn't. They did it, they did it one time on that final drive, and they still converted on it. Cincinnati pretty much lived in second and three. And that was really the issue here. They didn't have early down answers for what is a really talented Cincinnati team. I'm going to try to not let this one game deter me, but here's where it's concerning. Because I've told you, I did think this defense is better than last year's. I think that they would, I thought they had a much better chance of improving as the season went on than I ever felt. During last year's, I think it's more realistic to say that if these two teams faced again, they could have learned something and can still play better in that game versus just get torched by them again like they did in the AFC title game or whatever. But it's hard because three of the teams in which you could face in the postseason possess the kind of talent Cincinnati does, which is, I think, where Kansas City is going to have a problem. Miami has Waddle and Hill. 
The Bengals have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. They have Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. It is problematic that a team like this moves the ball so easily because part of the reason their defense has had success is they haven't had to consistently go up against big dogs all season long. They've had a tough schedule, but the the big star weapons, they haven't seen all year long. And in the AFC playoffs, there's a pretty good chance you're going to run into that a lot. Yeah, so look, they've played three of the current playoff teams, right? I mean, they played Tennessee. They've played they've played Buffalo, of course. They just played Cincinnati. Am I missing anybody else? Those are, those are the... The three playoff uh, teams. Chargers are out of the playoffs, so yeah. Yeah, as of right, yeah, as of right now, the Chargers wouldn't be in it, so that's true. So that's kind of where they're, that's kind of where they're at. I, I think for I'm trying to decide if there's even an NFC team, they've uh, San Francisco. Yes. Yep. Yep. And they'll play Seattle, right? And they'll play Seattle here in a, here in a couple weeks. Um, what you were saying about like the other type teams that they could potentially play in the postseason. The only one that I still like balk at a little bit is Miami. And I say that because you're what you said about Cincinnati. I agree. Buffalo. We've already seen it. And we know their defense. If they get Von Miller back, massive, massive problem. Potentially potentially Miami is just, I don't put them in the same realm of that. Like, Oh my gosh, not only do you have to worry about their weapons on offense, but they also have the defense to go with it. Cincinnati has a good enough defense to go with it. Uh, Buffalo certainly does. Miami is still the, t- I just, Miami's defense is not any good. It's just not. It's it's just not. We saw what happened. This and they just lost an offensive tackle and signed Eric Fisher yeah. an hour ago. And I would have I, I said that about Miami and their defense long before yesterday, losing to a third string quarterback, Brock Purdy. It just was reemphasized that I think. Uh, so, do you guys I, think that the Cincinnati defense is good but not great? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's good but not great. Yeah. And Cody, would you say that uh-huh. you would probably agree with that, right? God, what a you remember what from a, last what a call, year? What a callback. The Bengals do not do anything great other it? than Jamar Chase to Joe Def- Burrow. Maybe. Yeah, their defense isn't great. Very good defense, but not great. Very good defense, but not great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was last year, man. <laughs> Original take. And then remember the whole uh, the Cody. We've noticed you said a lot of Cincinnati today. Oh, Nick asked me to stop saying Bengals. We think so. That was actually a he theory that was floated last out last week. Oh, <laughs> just to avoid, yeah, having to say it. Is no. there any truth to that? No, there's no truth to that. You didn't schedule it. With say, hey, it's Cincy week. <laughs> no, Cincinnati is a perfectly fine defense. Yes, which means that's probably but better off than they were last. That's right. Remember, they're that. about the same caliber as Kansas City. I think it looks a little bit different at times, but you know, they're top ten-ish in sacks. They're top fifteen-ish in points allowed per game. They're about the same. Kansas City is how we'd feel similarly. They're an average defense. There's nothing wrong with being an average defense if you have an elite offense. For three straight games, Cincinnati's offense has outperformed the Chiefs' offense. And a lot of that, and I know we want to just put it all on the defense. I think some of it goes on the Mahomes side, too, which we've done for the AFC title Mm -hmm. game. But in this game, the defense couldn't get a stop, ever. They had chances over and over again. They only got the one punt for the entire game. They let them completely control Time of possession, they let them run the ball at will. Jamar Chase was a factor. They never got, they let them get second and shorts. They converted seven of 11 third downs. Like the defense as a whole had its worst game of the season against the most talented offense they faced. That is concerning. And it's in a sentence on its own right. And maybe we won't get our answer until the playoffs because of of the, the ease of schedule now the rest of the way for Kansas City. Maybe you just need some reassurance for them to go out and dominate the Broncos on Sunday. Um, but this defense had been fifth or sixth in the league in sacks heading into this past week. And then you, fa- you, you, you go back and you look at the, the schedule of the last four games prior, the quarterbacks they faced, right? So before Joe Burrow, uh, Bryce Perkins, 
Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and Malik Willis. And so it'll be interesting in the final, what do we got now? Five games left, including two against Russell Wilson and the Broncos, one against the Geno Smith, who's been really good this year. Then you got another, it's Kyle Allen, and then the last week against Derek Carr. Just looking at the quarterbacks that are left and looking at their offensive line units, like I think there's there's probably, at least I, maybe I'm in the minority here, but I, I would, just for reassurance, I would love to see the Chiefs get some more get sacks. right back to sacks the final five weeks. And then even then you'd still have questions because you'd want to see them do it against an offense like Cincinnati again or Buffalo or whatever. But if they were to struggle the final five weeks of getting sacks as well, then you got a huge problem on your hands because then you would look back at the prior four weeks of that and you'd say, well, that was because that was they were playing Bryce Perkins yeah. of the world. Or, yeah, Willis, the reason right? why they are top – they were top five. They were fifth in the NFL coming into the game. Well, that's because they had two five-sack games. If you really look at it, how they are on an everyday basis, they're more like the 20th best sack team. But I don't want to take that away. I, I because think they have some opportunities, though, fortunately, to get everybody's kind of confidence back up a little bit here. Look, Chris Jones uh, is great. He's been a monster all year, and he had yeah. a bad game. When he plays great, the other guys play better. It relies on Chris Jones being great. And I know that's terrifying to say because Chris Jones has how many career postseason sacks? Zero. That's correct. And that's where... This is where I end up back in the same logic I did last year. And I'm trying to avoid it because I have more faith in this defense they're because better. I've seen they're more better. and they're younger. But the same problem of if I'm putting all my eggs in the Chris Jones basket for the defense to be good in the postseason, that's scary because that has not been where he's had his best games. That's not where he shined. And I don't want to like go into every defensive effort just wondering if Chris Jones is going to have a really big day or not. And, you know, for the times that he doesn't, can they make up enough of the pieces they have around in order to do it? And it's just asking a lot when you're starting a third-year linebacker, a second-year linebacker, three rookie corners, a third-year safety. Like, you're, you're just, you're young everywhere. The defensive line is the only place you aren't. So it's the only place that I kind of semi-demand some consistency. You got money tied up in it. You got expensive players in Frank Clark and Chris Jones. You've got medium-priced free agents and Carlos Dunlap. You've got experience and age. You've got second, third, fourth-round draft picks. First-round draft picks tied up to this. And George Karloftis, that collection, the way I've described it, top-end paid guys, high draft picks, that's supposed to be a consistent unit. All right, let's get to the audio fun bag from the weekend. Oh, it was a busy weekend in sports across yes, the it board. Was. We will get to the college football playoff uh, in just a little bit. But let's stick with the NFL briefly. We mentioned Joe Burrow and this Chiefs defense. We all know the comments last week from Justin Reed. Andy Reed wasn't very thrilled about those on Friday. And then because you won Joe Burrow, uh, you can make comments like this and he's exactly right. I mean, I would I honestly didn't really care. I would have cared a lot more if he knew he was talking about. Um, maybe he just hadn't been in the, in the scouting report yet. I don't know. Ugh, that one it is what it is. I mean, it's a great response from yeah, well, it's a great response from Joe Burrow because clearly Justin Reed was confused. Mm-hmm. What's well, a good shot? And again, they get to talk as much trash oh, as yeah. they want to. You know who else gets to talk as much trash as they want to? Incoming coaches to new programs. Deion Sanders showed up to Colorado and immediately started informing any of the players who were on that team to get the hell out. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Louis. <laughs> I'm cut. It ain't gonna be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. 
I'm coming. And when I get here, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in the portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids that are smart. Say that smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. I mean, he just. He's like, so, look, I'm bringing some luggage with me, and it's Louie. Which is a great line, by the way. But uh, uh, go ahead and jump in that portal, because, boys, we're not doing this so, anymore. It's so it's so direct. I was, I thought the reaction was really interesting, um, because of uh, the luggage part, and because it's Dion, and there's cameras around, that's what made it different. But what he said overall, in terms of basically, like, you better, if, not, if, you're, if this is not what you want to be a part of, if you're not going to do this, this, and that, then go ahead and leave kind of thing. Like that's standard stuff that a new coach coming into a program that's also been awful, by the way, Colorado, says. Like, I don't think – so we were like, oh, I can't believe he said some of that stuff. Like, that isn't that unheard of. It's just it, – Dion says it in his own way. Well, he but films like, everything he does. And, yeah, and he has a video crew around him, and that'll continue. And he's going to – have an immense amount of talent coming into Colorado. There's no doubt he'll get transfer portal. He'll get NIL deals that'll make all this happen. We'll find out long-term, right? As far as like on the overall coaching success of the program and what kind of staff he assembles. But from a Colorado institutional standpoint of a terrible football program for the last 15, 20 years, you got nothing to lose. They're terrible. And he's going they have to bring been in, terrible. He's going to bring in some ridiculous recruiting classes already that remember Deion Sanders at Jackson State had the number one player in the country, the corner or whatever. The, yeah, I don't know the yeah. kid's name, but the cornerback. Going to Jackson State. Uh, we all know where that kid's now going. He's going to go to Colorado. Number one recruit in the country in 2025, I think it is. He's going to recruit at a higher level than people have in Colorado in a long time. But it is still pretty jarring for him. Oh, I mean, look, those poor – I do feel bad a little bit for those kids that are like, oh. But you know what? If you don't if you don't like it, it's true. You said. If you don't like it, if you can't handle that, then go transfer somewhere else. That's like reality. You're at Colorado. You're at the worst program in the country. Anybody being critical of him for what he said, I just think that is. Like if Dion said that walking into Kansas, you'd be like, yeah, get rid of all these bums. But it's not even. Like originally, not now. Yeah, like it's not. uh, Yeah, shots fired. Thank you. Well, before the light pole era. Dude, that was the worst program before Colorado was. Yeah, but now don't be saying stuff now. But look, uh, that's a side note. I just think if you're like offended and like how could uh, of what he said, Go be around a major college football program and meeting rooms. And like, if you've covered college sports or anything like that, what he said is not crazy at all. It's not, it's would you rather him lie? To, would you rather him be on video and say, you know what? I'm keeping, I'm going to talk to Let's all do of you. This. We're going to find a role for all of you and lie to their face. He, he's being straightforward. He's being honest with them. So if you don't do this, go ahead and jump in that portal. I'm going to bring some better players with me. Speaking of how do they pay for Deion Sanders? You might wonder well, huge, massive money. contract yeah, money, right? Money. Well, the Colorado AD got asked about it and gave an interesting answer to this question. Did you come up with enough money to get this guy? Well, look, we don't have the money yet, but I know we'll have it. Um, so I'm not worried about that piece. Excuse me? They're financing their coach. They're, like they're going to take out a loan. Can you do that? Uh, well, look. I, you, just like, you can just go to the bank and be like, again, hi. Kind of like the same conversation just, we just had. It's not, it's not that unheard of. It sounds funny because, again, they're just saying everything out loud and being very honest, actually, right now in Colorado. If that's the way it's going to be, this is yeah. going to be a great show. It's going to be unbelievable entertainment. Um, 
But do you think when a program hires a coach to a five-year deal that pays $45 million in you college, cash? you think the college just has, the athletic department has $45 million already set aside? They're doing all that book money. They don't have years. $45 million set aside. They don't have $30 million set aside for it. They're going to, they're just, the donations are going to keep coming in. It, donors are key, and especially if they win a couple games next year. Off of a one-win season, more money will come in. Do you think this is going to work? Is this Dion um, era? I think it's what, either. What you, I think it either you, is a. What do you d- classify as work? That's the same as Kansas. Make that team viable. Make yes. them bowl so, eligible. Yes, make yes. them decent. That yes. that if you're the worst program, the only expectation I have from the next, if you're the worst program in college football, which Colorado yeah. is right now, yeah. the only expectation I have for you is make me passable. Okay. Not a well, laughing stock anymore. Okay. Well, then to answer your question. Then yes, he he can do that. If you're thinking that he's going to immediately jump in and be going to New York Six, going to USC, and he's just going to say Caleb, Caleb um, Williams, yeah. But he's going to the, the the talent pool is going to be way different than what they've ever had at Colorado, and so yeah, he. If, if next year, I'll be fascinated to see what the win total is set at Vegas because of the public's excitement. It's going to probably be inflated. If it's anything more than winning seven games, I, I think I'd take the under. Um, but they'll be bowl eligible next year. Think about like three years from now. When USC and UCLA are no longer in the Pac-12, that's the thing, man. The What's conference that conference going to look like? Conference gets way easier once those those two other schools are out. But they should also be looking to jump. Good for good for Colorado. There's no, you got nothing. Colorado to, you would be a perfect fit for a conference like the Big Twelve. What do you yeah, guys don't you think? think? I think there could be some really good rivalries with Colorado and some of the schools that are left in the Bury Big Twelve. The yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool. I don't think. Hey, just to be clear, I don't really think there's any bad blood with Colorado Nobody like cares. there is with uh, another school. <laughs> no. Missouri and also Nebraska. I think Big Twelve well, hated Nebraska. Nebraska was a great rivalry. Yeah, Nebraska, uh, Colorado was last bowl eligible in 2016. They won eight games. They're terrible. They're so terrible. That's your your other school. You got to pick a side, man. You gonna? I gotta pick. Wait for football. Can't I choose Colorado for the next? UKC doesn't have a football. I can be UKC for basketball. Colorado for football. No, I was talking about Missouri. You gotta pick if you're gonna be on Missouri side. Colorado, Colorado. we're going to you on the whole way. Okay, that's probably a smart decision. We're going Dion. It's at least way more fun. Well, that's the thing. Neither it's... might do not, but it's going to be infinitely more fun to be on the Dion side of this. Oh, For sure. Of the fi- way more fun. Based off the fact he was willing to release the 15 minutes of a meeting that again. As a matter of fact, yeah, I'm I, ordering I, a new piece of Colorado gear tonight. I still that think hoodie's was, lasted too long. <laughs> I still think it was a pretty standard meeting. It's just we all got to hear everything, so it seems so shocking. If that's the kind of stuff they're willing to release, oh, yeah, it will be entertaining. It'll be a lot of fun. That is the... Uh, the old audio fun bag here on a Monday. I imagining Dion will be featured in more of these. Over How would the you have felt if so. this was Kansas, by the way, at the time when they were a laughing stock? If Dion, had the same well, I don't know if you remember, but uh, <laughs> Kansas hired Les Miles. <laughs> How did did I, I was, you like that hire at the time, Nick? I, I thought, was, I thought, what, what's the worst that could happen? And I hadn't envisioned what actually played out. Yeah. Turns out it can be worse. Yeah. Well, famous Dion, last words. Yeah. So, love. If, again, same thing because before Colorado was the Kansas was the worst Power Five program, and now it's Colorado, and so the same thing would have applied. Like you kind of have nothing to lose, and also let's put some more respect on at least for Dion. Like I, I understand Les Miles, of course, won a national championship, but at the end, we all know he was not the same guy to say it nicely um, at the end of of his time coaching. So um, I, I think for for Dion in Colorado, yeah, it's it's an absolute. At least you're getting a guy on the upper. Like Les was like. You were good a decade ago, won a coach, and you're like, well, that doesn't seem like a good strategy. 
It's like hiring Brian Billick to be your NFL head coach now. You're like, don't do that. Nobody Nick, I was that. I was joking with somebody yesterday over text. I was like, what what Dion's actually going to do, at least in terms of talent, is what Charlie Weiss thought he could do, like because of his ego. Because you guys remember when Charlie Weiss got hired at Kansas, we all know it was a disaster. But he came in talking stuff, big game, big shot. I'm going to go get us a quarterback. And they brought in Dane freaking Chris to the, and everybody thought that. They <laughs> well, thought don't Dane, forget about Jake Heaps. Jake Heaps, uh, who I think does sports talk radio in Seattle or something now. And he um, like, trains quarterbacks too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but uh, what? yeah, I think he, he's done some radio stuff in Seattle for one of the stations up there. Maybe not anymore, but he did. Anyway, I bring it up because tr- the way Charlie Weiss talked a bit, you would have thought he was the guy that was going to bring in all these recruits. That's what Dion's actually going to do. Hey, but Seattle, actually, do you guys want to have Jake Heaps on? No, I'm good. I'm good. Kansas, great. Mm-hmm. Come on, we can ask him about his time at Kansas. He's better than Dane Christ. Wow, well, there's a long list what of guys who are better than Dane Christ. Dane Christ. <laughs> I remember, like, legitimate excitement. Everybody was like, "Man, he's Dane Christ is gonna. You're gonna he see." Was, he was the number one yeah. recruit coming out of high school. Yeah, and he was at Notre Dame, of course, and then he transferred because, yeah, because oh, he wasn't goodness. good there, and then yeah. like he'll be good here. And everybody's like, "Well, why not? Sure, great." Oh boy. That's my. I'm going to try to get us Jake Heaps on the show for when the Chiefs play Seattle. I think it's important that we get a Seattle radio host on to talk mm. about that in his time at Kansas. Yeah, Jake Heaps. Yeah, he's. I saw that. He he definitely does radio. You follow there. him on Twitter? Uh just people other crossing paths with people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Feels and like I, worked, I, 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 worked was, out I was surprised Pacific. to find out you had I, kept up with Jake Heaps. No, I worked, professional career. Work out. I worked out in the Pacific Northwest a little bit for a couple of years. You may recall. I don't know if I've mentioned it a few times on the show. Uh, so that that wasn't is Boise, connection, is Boise to considered that Pacific feels like Northwest? a stretch for Pacific no, Northwest it? absolutely but it's not on the this Pacific. is like the yeah that falls in the Pacific and it's not now. north or west enough yeah. falls in well, it's north it, enough it, it, <laughs> it's west of here <laughs> you realize that the, <laughs> Idaho does border Canada there is part of Idaho that borders Canada that's that is a real thing anyway uh, coming up next, we'll, <laughs> if you want to do more geography, we can do that during the break. If if, if you would like, it just feels like Pacific Northwest feels like Boise wants to be called that, but That's doesn't what, deserve I mean, it. it. Is whatever. That's <laughs> such a dumb argument we're having here. <laughs> coming up next, we'll get to what's trending, and right back into the Chiefs, and in particular, one guy's performance. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Well, number one, of course, is the Chiefs uh, cannot beat Cincinnati. That's a fact. 3-0 and are the Bengals against the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chiefs no longer the number one seed right now in the AFC playoff picture. They'll get set to take on the Denver Broncos, will the Chiefs, in Denver later on this week on Sunday, no longer Sunday Night Football. Remember, that game got flexed. This is what Andy Reid had to say about the team and the loss. Yeah, sure. I, listen, I, I think they, you know, they did a good job. They, they competed, um, and, and they're going to be better for that. This game right here, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be better for it. Um, they can learn from this. <clears throat> and it's it's very important that we do that as a you know as a team and and for those young guys. Definitely have to. Uh, I think almost the expectation now is hopefully destroy Denver on Sunday because if this thing is dicey on Sunday <laughs> against an absolutely Ooh. miserably bad Denver offense, they're so bad, especially really defensively. Good, you want to really talk about defense. field bad? They even let up two passing touchdowns to Russell Wilson. This defense is broken. Yeah, I mean, look, now Denver's, def- Denver's defense is ab- is completely legit. But oh, offens- offensively, uh, 
if you get yeah if denver gets anywhere near 17 or 20 points you're feeling like something's wrong next up on what's trending if you had hopes that the royals would be in the top end free agent starting pitching market yeah which you probably that probably wasn't wise anyway go ahead and count yourself out now we saw the jacob de deal that was for massive bucks yesterday as he signed with the texas rangers but today justin verlander Signed up two years. Well, there goes the Eighty-six million dollars for the New York Mets. I can't believe Mets. it. Can you believe it, Nick? That, Forty-three man, million dollars. They a year wouldn't even sign years. Justin Verlander. I mean, my goodness. They I was even just do about it. to say, I can't believe the Royals didn't sign yeah, Justin you, Verlander. Verlander or Degrom. I mean, now you're going to tell me they're not going to sign Rodon. I mean, it's ugh, man. It's a shame. Where does it man. end? Man, oh man. That's a trade for. I a, guess we're not getting Aaron Judge either. Is that what you're going to tell <laughs> me now? Don't no, say it ain't so. That unfortunately is the case. Although they should just pay him. Who cares? <laughs> Wouldn't Aaron Judge look great in baby blue? If they offered yes. him a hundred million dollars more than the next closest team, do you think he'd come here? Yes. Uh, this is pretty yeah. much how baseball or all yes. walks of life work. If, so you're saying if they offered him four hundred million, yeah. would he come here? Yes, Cody. Yes. The answer would be yes. They should do it. Just take a chance. So wait, hold on, hold on. Can we do that? Can we and def- then build a stadium directly to benefit well, any of say, Aaron Judd's skill set? Oh, I was going to say more. However, likely, he wants it built. Can we just divert the public funds for the stadium project <laughs> and just <laughs> say because um, nobody, nobody, nobody will have any issue with that? Can we just say instead of asking for public money for the stadium, just we'll divert- pay for Aaron Judge, but you pay for the stadium. So look, we, you know, the the Mets are still paying for Bobby Bonilla a long, long time ago. The contract. Can we? We know like that it. the renovations out at Kaufman still have to be paid for right now till 2030. So can we just pay for, even if we have to pay for Aaron Judge in 2050, but can we get him now yeah, with I like the that. taxpayer money? Start it up early. Yeah. Smart. That's, I think that's the new formula here. Public-private partnership, but for Aaron Judge. He has to promise to be really good, though, every year. And, oh, then, he gets to, and then he gets to decide how short the fences are. How Perfect. far back do you want them to be, Aaron? Perfect. Just let us know. We'll put them right there. So, so he you gets can to design the entire stadium. Just just how far the fences are for where he wants to hit them. Whatever he wants, man. <laughs> Whatever he wants. All right, next up on what's trending. The he can Carolina. get a statue before he ever plays here. Yeah, wow. Whatever it takes. That's where I draw the line, actually. <laughs> uh, the Carolina Panthers have released Baker Mayfield. Remember, they traded a fifth-round pick, conditional fifth-round pick for him in the offseason. No, we all knew it was uh, stupid. Then. He's been terrible. The Panthers are a mess. They said, all right, we'll just cut ties with you because we're on to Sam Darnold now. And maybe he ends up out in San Francisco. We know the injury situation there. Brock Purdy's the starter for the Niners after Jimmy G's out for the season with a broken foot. We already knew Trey Lance out for the season. Uh, they went out and signed Joe Johnson off the Broncos practice squad earlier uh, or late last night, actually. So we'll see where Baker ends up, maybe uh, as a backup to help some team that's got some depth issues. Next up on what's training, this literally just in from Major League Baseball. Jeff Passan reporting another free agent gone from the, the Royals. Royals. No, shortstop Trey Turner. And the Philadelphia Phillies earn an agreement on a new contract, according to Jeff Passan. Just That's killing, going to be killing, worth killing dreams. a lot of money whenever they announce the dollar amount on that. It's killing dreams, man. Appreciate that. You think Trey Turner was coming here? Oh, yeah, man. That I, really I, thought been all I thought all of them. I thought there is. I thought this was a new regime, man. I thought I thought Aaron Judge. <laughs> I thought I thought Aaron Judge and Justin Verlander and Carlos Rodon were all coming to Kansas City. All right. That's what's trending. Here on Cody and Gold. Some pro football focus yeah, grades. I was going to say, Nick asked are, earlier, he's like, I, I got to see the pro football focus grades before uh, I decide if Chris Jones had a bad game. Nick, if you ha- have you seen them yet? I have not. Hit I me. Care to guess who the two highest graded Chiefs were out of the game yesterday? Okay, Creed Humphrey's always a safe bet. That's a good He was third. Good, that, was, that was a good one, yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to say uh, Patrick Mahomes? No. Nope. 
So number one was Chris Jones, eighty six point three grade. <laughs> He's the highest rated player. Told you. Uh, Trey Smith, seventy nine point five. Creed third, seventy three point one. Justin Watson, who Cody by the we way, we already lost a bet. That that bet he went way over the two hundred now. Well, uh, well, all the injuries happened, and then yeah. that bet was long dude. He's gone. still got five games left. I know he yeah. might end up with three fifty or four hundred. Well, he's not on pace for he's on pace for like three twenty. So three, okay. I said three fifty. <laughs> I go. He, he said might, or four hundred. He was well, taking it up to a, not, a big number. I don't think it's that crazy for Justin Watson to end up with four hundred yards. By the receiving. way, the Trey Turner deal uh, is eleven years, three hundred million dollars. Full no trade clause. Right, public private partnership. If they've given um, him four hundred million, would he have come here? Uh, MVS was the fifth highest. We know he had the one key drop, but then made a couple, a couple great, of great catches, catches deep. I mean that that's, that's why, the full experience with him. That is that is and and that that opportunity. Talk about getting exactly what you paid for. Yeah, MVS is an yeah. example of like I bought like a you like I bought a five year old Toyota Corolla, and you know what I want? It to just be a car that drives for fifteen years with low maintenance, but is not flashing anyway. Just like a perfectly fine car that drives, you know, like and you're like that's exactly what I spent, like mid car money. Yeah, you can't that's MVS. You can't be you can't be pissed because that car doesn't have you know eight cylinder engine in it, yeah. or that it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. You got what you paid for. You got a reliable everyday car. And that's exactly, I mean, it's like they got exactly the contract. I don't know if I would have used the word reliable in there when trying to make a MVS comparison, considering how often he drops passes, but point, point made. Still pretty he's, def- he's definitely not Nick's car. We know that. We definitely know it's not Nick's car. He's also on pace the for a career seats, high. Seats, right. steering wheel. Oh, yeah. Pay for what you get. LED lights, Damn all right. of it or whatever. Yep, all of it. LED lights? That the feels like headlight, a weird the headlights, feature. The headlights. The headlights. No idea. <laughs> your, headlights are not, your headlights are not the same as, same as Cody and Oh, you have fancier headlights? He does. Absolutely. I don't know. It's a newer car, so that automatically adds to it. Mm. Yeah, we still have the old ones. You and I. I drive a 2011. I, can we actually, can we do something? Can we help you out? No, I'm not I've, getting hubcaps. You're bringing this up can, again? Yeah. Can we I get, don't care about them. I'm going to drive this car until that it falls car. apart, and then I'll get a new car. You have, They're not expensive, get, man. Yeah, like that's the thing. Get some hubcaps. Okay, so here's the thing. One fell off once, and I bought a new one. And then the clip broke, and it fell off again, and I'm like, never again. I'm not buying hubcaps for this car. It's over. <laughs> I, I filled them back out. I was missing one. I had three. And then I was like, ah, it looks kind of stupid with three. So I took them all off, and I like a month later, I was like, okay, I'll get the hubcap. Because I, I wanted every Bought it, put them all back on. The new one fell off again, and I'm like, I'm not buying another hubcap for this stupid car. Because I was confused. That I've was known it. you for three years. That we've was the end the, of the line. We've been doing the show for three Longer years. Longer than and that since they haven't had I know. That's what I was, so at first when I first went, like, oh, maybe he just doesn't. like, no, he really just has no interest in ever getting No need for it. heroes in the show today. We will save our heroes <laughs> for a different time. They can come to the Cody and Gold Toy Drive Again, and bring toys for the Boys and Girls Club next Tuesday. That's right. Any of those things, fine. No need for the I hubcaps. I hope somebody shows up with four hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, a, for a 2011 Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah, you act like you need heroes to buy can those. How get, much do they hey, cost? Honestly, I don't know. fifty someone, bucks. If if we, had I have three still. Cody, I don't need four. If we had, some. I need a singular hubcap. I still have the other three. <laughs> Just buy. One. I refuse to buy that fourth hubcap. If if we had someone that came up and brought you four with spinners and everything, would sure. you? Would you Fine. please? Would you, would That's you please? what we need. Let's get you spinners, <laughs> hydraulics, lift kit, lift on kit. your Jetta. We'll get the under-the-car lights. Looks like I can buy on eBay a used 2011 Volkswagen Jetta hubcap for $9. Dude, <laughs> do not stop. Oh, just get four hubcaps. Come on. <laughs> driving around looking like a jackass for $9. <laughs> that car, I, we drive in the morning. It's sitting right there in the corner of the parking lot. It's not lot a really clean no one. It's clearly used. Ugh.
995 it actually. Would it's be an improvement. It would clean up the look of the car. How has it taken us this long to stage an intervention on his house? He's brought situation. this up before. I brought it up, but we it finally, I just say it's it's time. This one looks a little better. It's twenty dollars. Man, there's your there's your. Uh, it doesn't quite match. I gotta look at the gift, other ones. Man. I gotta see exactly what they look like. Can't be having like well, different don't buy, a sing, don't buy a single one. Buy a four pack. We buy a single hubcap. I already have three. Why would I buy? So well, you've put, held on to those. Well, then why don't you just put the other three? It would, you know, it would not look that crazy if you had only one tire missing it. I didn't like it with the three. <laughs> That's why I bought the new one. But you see it without out. any, and you're like, this looks good. Just, no, I don't. I'm just used to it. You're numb to it. You just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, I just don't, I just don't care. It's fine. Oh, you're far man. too young to be giving up. Just on well, this one thing. That. He also told us just throw his body in a dumpster. Remember? <laughs> so, like, are you surprised? Are you are you that surprised? All right, let's get back to some Chiefs football. There was a decision uh, in this game uh, that Andy Reid had to make, and it was, hey, are we going to go for fourth down or not? Are we going to try a 55-yard field goal? We all know the result of that was he went for the field goal. Butker, who had been, what, three for four, I believe it was, above 50 yards all year, missed it. And the Chiefs never got the ball back. Never got it back. 70% in his career. Yeah, and they just never got the ball back. Andy was asked about it again today. Like, hey, did did you think no matter what, were you always going to kick the field goal on that third down? Obviously, you wanted the first down, but did you know? And he had like, you know, that that was always he was always going to kick the field goal. I wondered if the limping of Mahomes played any role. He claims that that's not the case. Why? But here's the thing. Why not even in revisionist history would you not consider it? You have Patrick Mahomes. This is one thing that's really difficult thing to jump. I think for any coach who's been in the situation he's been in which is he's had a lot of very good quarterbacks, but he hadn't had a great one ever. He had a very good one in McNabb or a very good one or a good one in Alex Smith. He's had some good ones over the years. You have the best quarterback in the NFL. And when you have that, you can trust him to get four yards. And you know what? Those final three plays are really frustrating because after they were down there, their final three plays before that missed kick were pass, 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 all against three-man rushes. They didn't even, so they just got into an old habit. Bad, right at the beginning. So the final four plays the Chiefs have the ball are pass, 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 all against a three-man rush, which is definitively when you should be running the ball, all against weak fronts. You'd run the ball against him. And for the final, in the bare minute, you're putting it on Mahomes. You're saying Mahomes, 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 right? You're giving him the chance to win the ball, even though it tells you right now to run it. So why not in the fourth down situation trust him again? Give him another chance. Because if you give Mahomes yeah. four chances to get it right, man, he probably is. Yeah, in the in the moment, I wondered if the injury or what looked like an injury factored in again. That that's not anything they're saying at all whatsoever. So I guess we can we can believe that uh, Mahomes is fine. He said his foot was fine after the game and all that. Because I He's wondered got if that, on or whatever. I, I didn't worry that, about it. I wondered if that it wasn't his normal like just limp walk that he already has. It yeah, was, well, was well your kicker's been limping all year. Yeah, well, like Bucker's healthy now. That's not the problem. Is I, he? I, because he's yeah. not the same kicker as he was last year. No, Since coming back from that injury, he's not right. He's not the same. Yeah, but they acknowledge it would take time to get. I, I think he is at a hundred percent now, though. There's like the uptick of him getting used to kicking again. That was the struggles you went through for about a three or four week stretch. But I think he is. I think he's a hundred percent in terms of health. Does that mean he's at hundred percent in terms of being the same kicker? That he was a year ago, I think that's what you're saying, and I, I agree with you. But like health wise, I think he's healthy. It's just yeah. he's not maybe back to where he was. I like it's this time. Uh, of course, it didn't. It didn't work for them, and I, I, your your point is valid. I I think there were a couple times during this regular season, though, and sometimes where we would all be sitting around and say, "Man, 
uh, why why aren't you going why aren't you going for it? they decided to kick it most and notably, they went for it a couple times most notably game. in the Chargers week two game where we were all like how are you you know they had like the fourth down from the ten yard line or something and they kicked that field goal turns out they actually needed that field goal it ended up being a good decision so it's not as if all year that every time he's kicked it it's been the wrong decision it's actually helped them win a couple of games but yes uh, that was an opportunity you felt like uh, knowing that your defense was struggling at that point to get any sort of stop. And you ended up with the, the worst case scenario. You ended up not even getting the ball back. Look, some of these guys that kick less kicks, so I understand that it's going to be skewing the number a little, but not really. Uh, Harrison Butker this year in field goal percentage made ranks 24th. No offense. I don't care what he's done before. I don't trust a guy ranked 24th in field goal percentage make to make a 55-yard field goal more than... My future Hall of Fame quarterback, my MVP winning quarterback, my Super Bowl MVP winning quarterback. I would always say that, say that percentage again. He's 76% yeah. of made field goals. He yeah. ranks 26th in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that okay. is way below where he normally is. He's, yes. His lowest before that was 80 last year, right? Uh, 89, or I guess 88% of second year. Last 88%. year was 89.3. And this year he's overall. 13 of 17 last year he was 25 of 28 he misses a lot of kicks way more than normal man it's it not i'm not it, look i'm generally speaking i'm not talking about that but it's he's only kicked 17 times and he's missed 13 of them so if he makes some more kicks going no, forward no, he's, made, he's made 13 of them. he's made 13 of the 17 kicks he's tried so that's going to drive his percentage down and that's yeah. why the percentage could swing up pretty big yes or swing down pretty big when you miss a kick like 55 yards. But if you don't have the consistency in this season, I would rather put my fate in Mahomes' hands. Yeah, and like you've been consistent on this. Like you, you pretty much blindly for the most part of if there's I any. I almost you, you, always yeah. choose Mahomes. So I keep that in mind. There are I, rare I, like, cases yeah. in which I might wait. Like I didn't mind uh, Andy Reid's decision to kick the field goal in the first quarter of this last game. It's like they just got down and scored a touchdown, first drive, kicks field goal. I'm like, it's the first quarter. They stalled out and it was short, it was fourth and short. Down inside the red zone, and they could have gone for it. So what? They kick a field goal. I don't care. Yeah. What's What's weird to me? So we we know the conversation in Kansas City has always been like now that you know they won't do the QB sneak, and we've gone over that over. But it was it was interesting to watch it on the Cincinnati side yesterday. Just used it every time they were because one. well, so that was what was weird. So they did it twice or three times where it was second and one, and they went QB sneak. And I know they moved the chains, and so maybe that was the design was hey, let's just go already move the chain and then just use the clock and keep the yeah. ball. And that's what they did. They limited the Mahomes possessions. But I was surprised. Like to me, on second and one, I don't want to do a QB sneak. I want to. I want first down and keep moving. I want to take the shot on second and one. Yeah. I got two. So that was weird. And then on the fourth down, and it didn't. This is where Carlos Dunlap made the great play. But on the fourth down, they went QB sneak on third down. Didn't Cincy on the fourth down? They tried to get cute and didn't go QB sneak. And Dunlap blew the play up. I felt like on that, if they would have gone QB sneak, they would have got him again. Like I don't think the Chiefs can stop a QB sneak. No, they they decided in the one moment but to try to weird. like catch him off guard. Kind of like Zach Taylor's like. He's out. He out. He out coached Andy yesterday, but he still also made some weird coaching decisions at the same time. It was kind of bizarre. Like Zach Taylor still is the one thing that they got to Super Bowl last year, so people have eased off, of course, of Zach Taylor. Like there's still times where I'll watch Zach Taylor and be like, okay, you know, it cost your team a, a game, but again, I, it doesn't matter against Kansas City. He's three and zero. Andy just it doesn't seem like there's any consistency or rhyme or reason to his aggressiveness. Because twice in this game, I wasn't like I didn't think they were going to go for it. Like the one on the forty, sure. It's three yards, Cincinnati scoring, makes sense, right? Down near the goal line again when it was 14-3, there's plenty of times in Andy Reid's career that he doesn't go for that. He just kicks the field goal and he says we're down a touchdown, so what? All we got to do is get one stop and then we get to move on with our lives, right? 
but he went for it there too. Both successful. And then in that moment, 55 yard field goal. That's historically not, it's not a, it's not a good hit rate. I know it's better for Butker. It is actually had not this year. Uh, which yeah, you're right. You have to look at well, how he's performing of 50 this year. Plus is really not bad. But. Yeah, but in general, he's he's actually been a very good kicker. For I think it's just like, do you really career. think Mahomes is going to get a first down seventy percent of the time? And I'm like, because he doesn't get a first down seventy percent right. of the time normally on third or fourth. I'm like, yeah, I do, because you know why he had three other chances to get the first down and he didn't. To me, this is about the three times he had a chance to get a first down and he didn't. And are you telling me what are the odds Mahomes gets denied a fourth time? Pretty low, in my opinion, yeah. especially in that spot. I'm surprised Andy said he just didn't consider it. But, you know, they kick the field goal. They make it. And, I also, and I be- Cincinnati I- might go down and score anyway, and that game might be over. The way they held on to the ball at the end of the game, the Travis Kelsey fumble is a way bigger portion of the loss was. than that person. Just the, the turnovers in general. They just continue to bu- – like, special teams and turnovers has been a pretty regular theme of this team. And I can't help but feel like if they lose in the playoffs earlier than they should – that special teams and turnovers will be a huge reason why. Because they have been in every single loss this year. Yeah, they they almost made it through a game without a special teams mistake. Almost. Again, if you want to call it miss mistake, I, I get like you know what I mean? Like it's a big play. It wasn't the muff punts, it wasn't the getting caught off guard. It's not returning punt. a kick and you know, taking it to the thirteen. They actually had their best one of their best kickoff return days of the season. Yeah, oddly they did. enough, in Isaiah Pacheco. Well, there's plenty more to continue to talk about in the fallout. Uh, of the game yesterday. More individual performances we briefly touched on MVS. We'll, we'll, we'll mention him and this rushing attack. Plus, what's realistic for the AFC number one seed scenarios? We'll get to that tomorrow on the show. But up next, CDOT takes over on the drive. His exclusive conversation with the quarterback of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. What does Patrick Mahomes have to say about the decisions at the end of the game and why on earth Cincinnati continues to be his kryptonite? Brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio.